Gets over the side control. Oh, the lead. I fought five rounds with the best guys in the world. I know that I have what it takes to be a world champion. Let's hear it again for your winner, Rafael Dos Anjos, ladies and gentlemen. Right from Chicago, Junior Dos Anjos has knocked out the Black Beast. I'm feeling very good. I want fights, UFC. Congrats on another knockout. Chicago, Junior Dos Anjos. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Um, as that's playing, we have uh, Javier Dos Anjos. We have Junior Dos Santos. We also have my pal, uh, one of the biggest drawing comedians in the world, Russell Peters, will be on today. He's a huge MMA fan, good friend of, uh, a good friend of Bruce Buffer. He's a really great guy and very funny. And I heard he does jujitsu. Yes, he does. Talk to him and boxes. Uh, but the important thing here is that I ate some of those pretzels with peanut butter in them, and I'm just feeling like a fat pig. Junior. Every time I get social media clips to tweet out, I look, I'm like, why is Matt talking to that water balloon? Oh, that's me. Jimmy, I what a fat head. I'm not going to lie to you. You you, you attacked those fucking peanut butter filled pretzels like I attacked Frank Trigg. You went at that shit. Relentless. You were relentless. I was relentless. And it was, at one point when you asked for more and I was about to hand it to you, I would have to pull it back. You had one sticking out of your mouth like a little piggy. I did. And I was going to say, no, Jimmy, don't do, I was like, I wanted to stop you. There was a, a I want to help you from hurting yourself. Save me for myself. There was a pretzel in my mouth, and I went and reached for more. But yeah. I'm done eating them. They were not even that satisfying. Actually, I've requested that Bob don't leave them out anymore. Yes. Not again. It's my problem. I'm the weakling, but I know I'm weak. Yeah, Jimmy. I didn't. That was not. That wasn't a proud moment of yours. And not I at all. I'm, I didn't like seeing that. And I've had a lot of shameful moments. Like f- I've had 51 years of shame. This is this is in the top thousand. Dude, I looked over. I was gonna hand this thing to you, and just, I know it's not. A, some people are just listening to this, but I, you asked for more, and I was I pulled it back, and you like this. I go. Yeah, I really was. Um, I was a fat pig with a <laughs> nugget like a in my mouth. Piggy. Yeah, you look like a little piggy. I sure did. And I pulled it away. That, but you're not. You're in shape. I'm not in shape. Oh I'm in God. shape for a pig. Now I want this. I just had it in my mouth. It's delicious. It's delicious. Right. Trust me, I said that when I was young. Talk while. Oh, Jimmy. Aren't they tasty? But Matt's strong. He can only have one. I put it away. Yeah. I, have, that, that's this I need something like that for my home. Uh, a nice jar, a heavy jar to put treats in. Well, for burglars, you hit them with the heavy jar. You could do that. You could use it as a weapon. No, no, no. Oh, listen. Up. I hit the intro, too. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to stop the boo and I hit the intro. So good, we'll play it twice. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're promoting uh, the card this weekend from Raleigh. Oh, shit. Dos Santos, uh, Rafael is fighting uh, Michael Chiesa. And of course, Junior Dos Santos is fighting Curtis Blades. Really, really uh, an interesting ask, card. I want to ask RDA. Some of his losses. like his, that. First of all, nobody should be sleeping on Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is the most underrated guy in the division. What the hell, man? Oh, I mean, because of that backstage altercation. With Macedo? That like, yeah, that that hyped up Masvidal even more. Like, it, right. it, made, it brought him more, like, you know, um, fame. Sure. I mean, it was really all, it was out everywhere. And I don't know, some, this guy's getting slept on, Leon Edwards. He's going to be fighting, though, the former champ, uh, Tyron Woodley, when? They are Soon. fighting, hold oh, on, this I'll is tell you, it is I'll try doing a thing of March 20, no, that's, uh, oh, yep, March 21st. Wow. And they said, uh, now, according to Leon Edwards, they were going to strip Woodley of his ranking. Because he wants to fight, um, I guess he wants to fight Kamaru uh, or Covington. And uh, he's like, he didn't have to fight Leon Edwards. I guess Leon Edwards number four. I think he should fight Leon Edwards. Oh, I do too. They're I going to. Of course, I want to see how hungry Tyrone is to get this back. 
and uh, and because he was such a dominant champion. Yeah. People, Everybody, you know, you're only as good as your last fight. So people are looking at that last fight, and Kamaro's looking awesome. Yep. So everybody's talking about Kamaro, and he just had that great fight with Colby. Yeah. But people forget how dominant Tyron was. Yeah. You know, they were talking about, like, him and GSP for the, the best welterweights ever and that type of talk. And now it's almost like, ah, you know, Tyron who? Not me. Yeah. I think he's dangerous as hell. Right hand. Of course he is. I mean, powerful, uh, explosive. But Leon Edwards is hungry, man. He looks hungry. I could just picture him just, just well, everybody, all this shit's going on, I could just see him training. Yeah. I mean, he just looks, he, every time I hear him talking, it's very confident on the point of being cocky. And I like it, man, because the guy's backing that shit up. We were just fight watching his fight with RDA. Yep. It was a and, good fight. I think RDA had a really great first round, but that was pretty, well, fairly uh, dominant, my, uh, Edwards. My thing is how he's losing sometimes is he's getting out. He's not like he's getting beat up in there. No. But even with the fights he's losing, he's not getting, his, like, smashed. He's getting outpointed by getting taken down, but then he's not even getting beaten up down. He's getting back up most of the time. But then the guy will get him down again or something, you know? And yep. then so he's like falling behind in like points. You know? So I wonder if that's gonna be frustrating for him knowing that that's how Kiesa plays. Kiesa is a pressure fighter. He'll he strikes, but it's usually to just close that distance and then to just, you know, grind the guy out, do a lot of ground and pound. You know, he's good standing. He's not bad standing, Kiesa. But, you know, I think his preference is to do like he did to Diego and just, like, smother. Even though it is true, Diego did choose that to shoot first. But Can I say what an interesting fight this is? What's that? For RDA to take. Because RDA is ranked number five as a welterweight. Yeah. And Kiesa is, I believe, unranked. How did this fight come about? I'm dying to Another know. Another question. Obviously, look, when you look at the top guys, he's not going to get... Usman uh, or or uh, Woodley, who's fighting Edwards. Colby's got a broken jaw. Jorge is probably going to fight Connor or fight for the belt. And if he wants to go down, I'm wondering why he is taking. That's a great question. Kiesa has he fought Wonder Boy or no? Has uh, RDA fought Wonder Boy? I think that would be a very very interesting fight. And I you know wonder again not it's not all about rankings, but Wonder Boy is ranked uh, higher unless he has something lined up. Did you ever hear Wonder Boy song? I have not. It's interesting. You don't like it? Oh, did he sing it? Well, I love first of all, I Wonder Boy is the nicest fucking. And we love Steven. And a bad motherfucker. He's a very great fighter. But no, the song—it's nothing I'd rock to. Does he sing it? But no, he doesn't. (laughs) I don't want to see Wonder Boy singing. But it goes like Wonder Boy. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Does he walk uh, out to it? Yeah, I swear. Yeah, he walks out. Can we hear that? Oh, are we allowed to hear? I think we should be able to hear it. It's a walkout song. Play that thing. Little Wonder Boy. It's a little. It's a. It's um. It's. I think it's interesting, you know. But he's such a great. Listen, how do you not love Wonder Boy? What is like a music video? Is it Tenacious D? Is it Tenacious D? Is this the Wonder Boy song? Is this it? Yeah, I take it back. I like it. (laughs) Yes, I love it. What is this about? Wait, I don't know. But now that I've seen the video, I like it. All right, he pauses. I so thought they, they made it up for Wonder Boy. I guess no, not. No, it said nothing to do with Stephen Thompson. He took it the same way Mickey Gall took you. What do you think? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Was written for oh, Mickey shit. Gall. Oh, he just I'm, took it. Why am I lightheaded, Jimmy? Again? Oh, we have uh, Raphael oh, on the on the right phone. now. Oh, when I'm you, crying, you guys. Yeah. Gotta... All right, let's get him. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you guys got to give me a couple of second notice. RDA. Hello. What's up, guys? What's, I'm sorry for yelling, RDA. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, how did the fight with Kiesa come about, considering there's other guys who are who are ranked higher that might have been uh, also interesting matchups for you? 
Yeah, so we, we, we took a look on the rankings. And uh, so I'm trying to not to not to stay too attached to their rankings anymore, you know, because back on the days, everybody fought everybody and we have no problems. These days, people try and always find the guy higher ranking, higher ranking than, you know, than Dan. So I'm just trying to, you know, just trying to keep active and making fights that make sense to me. And I think Kiesa, he was coming from like, Two good wins over Condit and 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 uh, Diego Sanchez, and will be a good guy for me to here. So you, that's great. So you're looking at like you're not obsessed with rankings anymore. You just want good fights. Yeah. So because we know we took a look in the rankings, and I got I got that call to fight Steve Thompson. You know, in, uh, but he was, you know, I, I was just busy with moving and get stuff ready, you know, get stuff done, get things settled at home. I couldn't take that fight, but he was booked with Vicente Luque right after that. And so we just look at the rankings and everybody, some guys are were injuries, some other were like higher ranking than me, like Mas Vidal and, uh, and Leon Edwards had just beat me and Colvin Usman. So the option was very little. So and then I, I you know, Kiesa come on table. You know, his name come on the table, and I took the fight to him. Now, uh, with some of these fights that you're you're losing, you're not really getting beat up in. You're just getting out like pointed. Like they take you down against the cage, and ah, you get back up without getting damaged. But it's like you then it's like you have to catch up with points. You know what I mean? Because even in your last fight with Leon Edwards, it was the blend of the takedowns. I think that kind of maybe got him ahead on some points. Now you're fighting Michael Chiesa. He's known for pressure and just looking to put you down. Is that kind of frustrating? Or are you saying, I mean, you were great neutralizing Kevin Lee's takedowns. I love that. But is it kind of, I mean, styles make fights. Is it like, all right, now I got to make sure I got to keep this guy from, from just getting me down and I have to get back up, getting down, that type of shit? Yeah, uh, I think with, uh, you know, th those bigger guys like uh, Usman, Kobe, you know, they're bigger than me, but like uh, Lee was like, he was a former, you know, like, usually competed a lightweight, same thing as Chiesa. So I don't think this side, he's taller than me, but I don't think it will be that size and strength advantage, you know, and I think we're going to be pretty even. And he's not a wrestler, you know, he's not a pure. He, he's going to look for submissions. And I think I've been training a lot of ground game. Yeah. And this is my background. And I think uh, I have big chance to submit him too. I like hearing that. gets yeah. me excited. I remember the Neil Magny fight, who's a stud and who's also taller than you. Yeah, yeah, taller than me. You know, I fight well against tall guys that are trying to you know, uh, out grapple me and I, I fight well again because I know he's going to be, uh, he's going to, you know, go try to go forward. He's not going to try to take me down and try to stall the fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will make sure he don't do that. I'll make sure I push the pace. He's going to look for the submission and he's going to give him some open. His fight with Diego Sanchez. Thoughts on that one? Because I'll tell you, his jujitsu was on point. Not to mention he submitted Carlos Condit with a one-armed guillotine, uh, Kimura, which was pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, that was his, his slick Kimura. So, uh, I, you know, I've been training a lot of, you know, I think, like, I got that a little bit from Kevin's lead fights. I trained a lot on, on the ground because I knew he takes it back well, just like he is. A, yeah, that's true. Uh, we can't give the back, 
you know mm -hmm. i know he's he gotta you know he gotta he take that back really well but i'll make sure i'll stay out of trouble it's funny right how some fighters like you know you cannot expose your back and then other fighters you just don't you know like when i was fighting bj penn i'm like dude i know i can't get this guy on my back when I was fighting Matt Hughes, I didn't really give a shit. Anyway, RDA, <laughs> back to you, being a fucking former champion. What? You've been in this game so long. What's, is it, is it the gold that still drives you? Or like Not the, the money, but the gold of getting that belt again? Or is it just the love of competition? What still drives you to compete? Man, I love compete. You know, like when I take a, a big layoff like I did from my last fight, I mean, like, I, start, I, meet, I see how much I love that thing. How much I miss training, and I live that. You know, I live that. I live a good life, and I live a healthy life. And you know, this Saturday will be my 43 fight. You know, fight number 43. Wow. Uh, you know, I former weight. You know, former lightweight champ. I already fought for the belt on this uh, Walter weight. So of course, man, the good is what's driving me. I'm trying to not to focus too much on the belt. I know, like, I need results and one step at a time. And I think uh, when when the opportunity come, I'll make sure I'll be ready. Uh, Jimmy, this is one for me. I gotta ask. Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel you got a very underrated ground game because you smoke people with your knees, your kicks, your punches. They sleep on your ground game sometimes. When you're done fighting, hope many years from now, whenever it is, are you gonna? You ever think about doing straight up jujitsu tournaments or a special EBI or a, something like that? I'd be yeah. interested in seeing it. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's something that I look for. You know, when I'm done fighting, uh, you know, it's hard to be completely done. I, lo I love training, <laughs> yeah. you know. I love training with Gi too, you know. And ah! you know, after a couple of weeks I'm like training, that. you know, I stop picking up and I stop doing it, like, really well with Gi. And I, I won, uh, you know, a couple of big tournaments when I was purple belt and brown belt back in Brazil. I won a Mundial when I was a purple belt. So I was – and then – after I got the you know black belt, I stopped training. We give because of MMA. Yeah. So that's something that I'm looking for. You know, like compete and keep training and you know keep 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 their mind busy. The benefits of wearing the gi, you even for MMA guys, uh, if there's a fight coming up two months before, I understand taking it off. Do you feel there's benefits to wearing the gi and uh, to become a better jujitsu player? A lot, a lot, man. Uh, with gi. You don't, you, don't, you don't scramble as much as a no-gi. You know, you have to do the right technique. So last week, I had my gi on. Last week, I was training with gi. You know, yeah. like, uh, I had the guys taking off their top part, and I was with my gi, yeah. and I was allowed to use my grips. So it's, it's, it gave me a different look, you know, do, do a different type of training. And, of course, if you want to get uh, good fundamentals, you have to wear your gi. Otherwise, you're just going to scramble and scramble out position. If you want to get good technique, you got to put your gi on. You became a, uh, a naturalized uh, citizen about a month ago of the U.S.? Yes. Congratulations. Uh, what was that process like? Yeah, I mean, I've been living here for eight years. And so uh, when I came here, I come with a work visa through UFC. And I, I applied for my green card. And it took like... Uh, five years with the green car and you know now we stabilize it here usa opened the doors for me and for my family and i love this country and you know and my family love here too and that was a country that opened the doors for us and so i i, I can 
provide to my kids a better life, a safer life. And man, I'm so, so happy to accomplish that. And uh, do, so now do you have a U.S. passport? Is that how it works? Like you, you have to change your passport? Yeah. So I still have the Brazilian passport. When I go to Brazil, I use my Brazilian passport. But now, what a, what a blast, right? I have two passports, <laughs> Brazilian and American. I, I still haven't got my, my, my American passport yet, but I will... I will apply once I get back from the fight. Do you go, do you have to go to like, because my friend, uh, uh, comedian Jim Jeffries, just, I, I believe, got his citizenship. Do you have to go to like a swearing-in ceremony or is there something they expect you to do? Yes, I did the, the oath of allegiance. Yeah, I did that. Nice. That was that was a great, great, great uh, ceremony. Oh, Love right. that. And, and it makes you feel something. Oh, yeah, man. It's, you know, it was a special moment for us, the whole family there. And look at my kids and, you know, uh, they're like, you know, I have a flashback come on my mind. So where I born, where I come from, you know, I born in a favela that didn't have much opportunity in my life. And, you know, coming from where I came and, you know, to give that to my kids, you know, like the American citizenship and, you know, uh, the counter of the opportunities. And so that, that was a great, great moment for me. When you're in a favela, you're growing up in that atmosphere. There's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of crime. You know, there's guys trying to make money. How do you avoid that? How do you avoid falling into that trap just to survive? Yeah, man. Uh, the guy that took me to jujitsu, you know, he was he he lived across from from me on the other side of the, you know, like very, you know, we good friends. He was one year older than me, and when he was seventeen, he went to to the drugs and felt like joined the cartel stuff, and he got killed with you know eighteen years old. And that was the guy that brought me to jiu-jitsu. And, you know, uh, even that I, I was going to, you know, middle school, you know, like, you know, you know, first grade with these guys, they they became, uh, you know, the, the, the boss of the favelas. I, I, I was just like still being their friends, but, you know, my mom still lived there on the same place that, you know, that I born. My family's still there. And, but, you know, I still have a good relationship when I go there. People respect me because, you know, I was on the same environment, but I never joined any part. You know, I always kept, you know, my focus and, you know, do the, just, just focus on doing the right things, you know. So when you go back, you see your old friends and you're comfortable going back and you know that you're going to be okay. Totally. You know, people don't, don't mess up with my family. They know they're my family. And... You know, when I fight people, you know, uh, it's all, it's all, you know, they do a big party for me there and they all watch my fight together. It, it's fun. And, awesome. and also, what do you think, too? Because now that, uh, you know, you, the one fight I think that you weren't able to make was your fight with Connor, dude. I think it was an injury. Um, now he's fighting uh, at welterweight. It seems like he's probably going to stay there. He's talking about going back down for Habib, but I think he's going to stay welterweight as long as he can. Is that something you thought of possibly getting a shot at? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, my 100% of my focus right now is on Kiesa this Saturday. But passing that, uh, I'm not trying to look passing that. Sure. But, you know, that could be an opportunity, you know. Like, we got close twice. Uh, I have, you know, this Saturday will be 43 fights, professional fights. And I never pull out, do any injury. Just one time against corner, I broke my foot. And, you know, as a fighter, Matt, you know, shit happened, right? Oh, and you can, you know, it, it's a combat sport, you know. I, I got hurt. That's, that's, you know, and that shit happened. But 
you know, that could be. And then we, we were scheduled to fight. I heard we're going to fight for the title, for the interim title in Brazil, welterweight title. But now, and then he broke the bus. He threw the, you know, the dollar on the bus. Yeah. And the things didn't happen. So we got close twice. I think he's on the radar. And, and people call me gatekeeper on that division. Have no problem with that. And if you want to join the division, uh, I will be happy to welcome him. Well, look, man, uh, good luck against. This is a great fight against uh, a Chiesa. I'm looking and forward I'm looking to forward it. to seeing uh, who you fight after. Um, good luck with it, man. It's always good watching you. Thanks, champ. Appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And congratulations. That's, uh, that's good for you. Thank you. Be good. I man, I like RDA, yeah. and I really like his jujitsu. It is underrated. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. excited for this fight. Yeah, I am too. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Kiesa handles him. You know who I'm, I want to know who's going to be fighting soon? Uh, what's his name again, Jimmy? Wonder Boy. Well, didn't he just say... Uh, He's he... in the sky. I, I, I don't know. What are the words? Can we have the words? I'd rather we didn't. Jimmy, look at me for a Sorry. second. Sorry. Wonder Boy. Isn't it fun? Say it. I prefer not to. All right, Jimmy. Uh, listen, so... We have different definitions of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy, I just like... You know what's funny? I, it's not really funny, but I like to sing, but yet you'll never find me at a karaoke bar. You know, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I'm not, that's not my thing. Jimmy, do you like my Star Wars shirt? Look at this. Star Wars. I know I'm an adult. But do you like I it? like your Star Wars? Compared to your singing, I love your Star Wars shirt. Compared to anything else, I don't care. You want to see my socks? Show me, show you something. This is how much I love that's my wife. Good. Look, that's me and my wife when we're young. Look, you like it. Look at us. That's nice. Matt Isn't and his wife. That's a nice sock. And this one is my wife also, but it's just a face. It goes, babe. Where do you get them made? I don't know. She knows I love her, so she got them made. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to get a picture of me and Ozzy made into a sock. Me and Ozzy Osbourne. You love him. Of course I do. Do you love him as his music or you love him as a man? Both. Not in a physical way, but I just love him. I'm not trying to say you want to sleep with him. No, not at all. It's weird, man. He bites the heads off of doves and bats. What else is he going to do? He's busy. He's hungry. He's on the go. He's grabbing a snack. You know how hard it is to eat healthy on the road? Yeah, it's Grab Jimmy. a dove. Have a bite. JDS? Oh, good. Let's get Junior. Oh, let's get JDS on. Now, he's fighting Curtis Blades? Is that who he's fighting? He is indeed. Curtis Blades? Yep. It's not an easy fight for anybody. No, it's not. But either is JDS, former champ. Hello, there sir. There he is. How are you? Yes, former champ, JDS. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, very good. How are you? So good to talk I'm to you. I'm doing fine. <laughs> now where where are you right now? Are you are you around uh where Rafael is? Because we just talked to him and it looks like the same background. Uh, <laughs> it does actually. I'm I'm at that at my room. So. Oh, they're in a hotel. They're in the <laughs> same he hotel. Was at his okay. room too. Yeah, all right, I thought maybe you guys were in a hotel. All right, cool. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um man, it's too cold here, so man, uh, it's hard to go out of the room, man, you know? Better to stay in here. <laughs> well, do you handle... I mean, you're from a very warm weather place. Do you handle the cold badly? Uh, well, I don't really like, you know, cold weather. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not being that, that bad, you know? We are having good times here. Does it make a difference, though? I mean, the lead up to the fight, now you got to, you know, whatever you got to do to prepare for your, uh, I imagine you're not going to be cutting weight, but whatever you got to do to prepare, you can't go out and do it. Like, you just got to stay in the hotel. Do you approach things differently when you're in a place like that than, like, say, Vegas, where you can go out and do whatever you want? 
uh, I think for me it's a it's a little a little better because I don't don't lose any weight for my fight and I don't need to cut weight for my fight. You know, I'm around uh, 250, 252, so uh, I'm fine. You know, but I, I can I can I I can imagine for the guys that they have to cut weight. You know, they're they're in trouble for sure. Now, now JDS, your last three fights versus Francis. Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa, it's it's guys that are the big bangers, dangerous strikers, and usually their game plan is upstairs. Now you're fighting Curtis Blades, who's an ex- he's dangerous up top, but he it, he's a dangerous grappler. Let's face it, he looks to put the fight down. Is that how do you, how do you feel about that? Because I know you love standing, and I know you're also a jiu-jitsu black belt. So how what do you feel about fighting a guy that's looking to put you down? Well, I already I already have that experience before, you know, uh, with, with other guys. Yeah, with Ken Velasquez as an example. I think it's a their game plan is are kind of uh, the same, but uh, but uh, yeah, I feel good, you know. Uh, fights fight, you never know what's gonna happen, you know. I. I I'll be looking to the knockout, you know, for the, the whole time again. You know, that's what I love to do. That That's what I want to give for the people here in rally. You know, I know that, that they like see to see good knockouts. So uh, I'm there to give one for them. But I, I know, you know, this guy is, uh, is a tough guy. You know, he's going to be trying to take me down all the time. But uh, and if I have to do jiu-jitsu, uh, actually, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think it's gonna be that easy for him to take me down. <laughs> yeah. I have pretty, I, I have pretty good uh, takedown defense. But if he does, you know, we we're gonna do the. If he wants to grapple, we're gonna grapple. You know, like you said, you know, I have jiu-jitsu, I have wrestling. I'm I'm training at my American Top Team right now, and uh, I feel good about that about that too. You know, it's uh, of course if I have to pick uh, what to do. I want to stand up and bang, you know. I love boxing, man. Uh, that's yeah. my thing, you know. So, uh, but uh, it's MMA. We have to understand that. And the more experience I get, more uh, I realize that, uh, you know, I have everything what it takes to to, to beat all these guys. And uh, I'll be ready for, for him, you know, if he wants to take me down. I mean, he's... he's going versus a former champion in yourself. So you know... He is just licking his lips, getting ready for this fight, super psyched, thinking this is the hugest name that he's fought. So, I mean, does that give you extra motivation? Saying, all right, if he gets, if he has me under his belt, that puts him in line for big things. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I, I used to say that every next fight is the most important fight of your career. True. And that's why, how I take this fight. You know, it's a, it's a very important fight for me, you know, for even, especially, actually, the same thing for him, and uh, uh, that's why I, I, I've been training very, very hard. You know, to be ready for this fight, to be ready to 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 win this fight on Saturday night. And uh, you know, I respect my opponents. You know, uh, like you guys know it. And um, yeah, let's let's do it. Now, Jimmy, when yes. I heard now, are you a big fan of the Rocky movies? Because you come out to the Rocky song. <laughs> yes i am <laughs> uh, uh actually who doesn't you know we 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 love uh that uh that story you know it's ama- actually i love that story it's amazing okay i'll tell you right now the first time i heard you come out to it it was after 
And it's back when I was fighting. He's he's becoming a veteran now. Yeah. You know, he's been in there a while. So I'm like, man, that's that was my Rocky song. I'm more like Rocky. I'm short and I'm an Italian guy. Why is this big, <laughs> smiling Brazilian coming out to my Rocky song? But then <laughs> I can't stay mad at that face. Look at him. You can't. He's he's handsomer. He looks better. <laughs> JDS. We can both love Rocky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we can share this, that that <laughs> yes. that uh, feeling. All right, after the first three, though, you got to be honest. The franchise it took a dip uh, in part four. The Russian one was that was not a good speech at the end of the Russian one. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. No, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so listen, he didn't like that I insulted Rocky. I apologize. I'm looking forward to the fight this weekend. I am too. Um, and Francis, you know, obviously, is it harder or easier to adjust? Like after a fight like Francis, because it's like everybody gets caught. It was just one of those things. Um, you know, is it one of those things that's difficult to come back from, or is that a kind of an easier one to, to, to shake off? Well, it's man. Um, you know, I, I know what, what kind of what kind of fighter I am. You know, and I know who I am. You know, as a fighter, I love what I do, and uh, sometimes we we are not in the best day. You know, things uh, fighting is not. I I, I consider like. 80% of a fight is mental, you know, so uh, you have a, you have to keep yourself positive on the, in, in every situation. Of course, you don't want to leave the negative results, but uh, uh, like it happens with me, you know, last time with Francis, he's, uh, he's, he has a lot of power, but, uh, but I think I, I was too confident. At the beginning of the fight, you know, I felt, uh, I, felt I felt very confident. Then I tried uh, that overhand right against him. And that thing exposed me, exposed me to his uh, his power, and he's enjoyed the moment. I paid a big price, but uh, you know, of course, I have to prove that inside the octagon. But for me, you know, it doesn't mean has he, that he's better than me. You know, he's saying he was saying many many things, but uh, one of the, the of my goals right now is to have that rematch because um, man. I, like I said, I felt good, you know, and I should stick to my, my game plan, you know, to my strategy. And I didn't. I exposed myself, you know. It, my strategy was to, uh, the, especially at the first round, you know, to move a lot and throw some fast hands against him, uh, you know, against him and keep myself like, uh, on a, not a defense way, but uh, like more cautious, at, at least at, at the first round. After that, I could, uh, you know, <laughs> have some more fun. Try something yeah. else, yeah. And you said it's eighty percent mental. Do you like at, at the times where it hasn't uh, gone the way you want it to go? Do you find have you gotten distracted, or uh, did you feel it before you walked into the fight? And I don't even mean necessarily with him. Just other times, uh, have you felt something was off before you walked in, or is it usually something that will happen in the cage? No, no, yeah, it was. It was in the cage, actually. Uh, I was kind of nervous because I knew, you know, I'm not nervous, like like I say, um, anxious. It's normal. You know, Matt Sarah knows that, yeah, knows yeah. that very well. Heck, heck yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So um, uh, I was coming to the fight, you know, I was kind of nervous. But as soon as the, the, the fight started, you know, I felt so good. He kicked me twice. I didn't feel anything from those kicks, you know. Then I kicked him and he fell off to the, uh, to the ground. And uh, then I punched him on the belly. And I saw his eyes like, you know, big guys. I said, well, this fight is mine, you know. So I, I felt too confident. And then I threw a overhand right because I, I saw 
a good distance for that, you know. And I didn't. I, I should maybe measure the measure the, the distance before with my jab, but I didn't. I just throw the overhand right, you know. I put a lot of power on that, and um, yeah, that was the, my 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 mistake because I I felt too confident, you know. I was expecting something much harder from him, and I didn't feel that. So uh, uh, I was. You know, I thought, yeah, this is my moment. And then I threw that overhand right, exposed myself. He enjoyed the moment, punched me, punched me, and I was out. Yeah. So that's what you'd like to get back. Things you'd like that yeah. rematch. I, oh, yeah. I, 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 would lo- I would love, you know, that rematch. I want to have my third fight with the Stipe too. So there is many, many things to do in this division, man. And right now I have a very tough guy in front of me, you know, my, as my opponent. And uh, what, that's that's kind of feeling that I love to have, you know, big challenge. So let's go. Well, good luck, man. That's the main event uh, this weekend in Raleigh. Yourself against Curtis Blades. It's a really interesting fight. And um, good luck. And uh, try to have fun in Raleigh. I imagine you won't be staying uh, for a few days after the fight. Stay warm, buddy. Stay warm over there. Oh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Take, take care, care, man. Ah, he's such a friendly guy. He's a guy. very nice dude. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's going to be a hell of a fight. I like Curtis Blades. I do, too. Is he on next episode, Curtis Blades? No? All right. Who's on next episode? Do me a favor really quick. Press play on that really quick for two seconds. Right, two seconds. Excellent. Stop. Wait, wait. Sorry. You said two seconds. Wonderful. You got to hear it one way or the other. Would you rather hear it from fucking, uh, who are they again? Uh, It's Tenacious D, Jack Black, and I forget the other man. Is it really? Yeah. That's what, who it is? Kyle Gass. Wait, Jack Black sings this shit? Yeah, so you're basically just enjoying a Jack Black song. Are you serious? Yeah. What'd you walk out to, a Matthew McConaughey number? What's the matter with you? Wonder Boy. Yeah, I don't know any other words, and, Thank God. but I'll tell you right now, I'm going to learn. I right, have right, faith. By Wednesday's episode. Please. You know? You should save it for next week, or next time we have Wonder Boy on. That'd be a wonderful surprise. Do you want me to sing a classic? Jimmy... I just comored a man. I put his arm behind his back. I kept it there until it snapped. Jimmy. All right. Jimmy. I have no choice. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Listen, Matt's I, a very. I have fr- so much fun with you. You do. I have fun I with you too. To, I don't even sing to my wife. Of course you don't. But I sing to you. That's wonderful. Lucky me. Okay. I'm going to tell her one day what she's missing. All the wonderful stuff. I'm going to ask her to try to ask you to start singing at home. Just get worried if I start wearing your face on my socks like I do with my wife. That will be disturbing. <laughs> but I'm going to start wearing yours just to bug you. So when you sing, I'll put my feet up. you see a picture of me and you. Let's take a break. I got to take a leave. Yep. Hi, Jimmy. Hello, buddy. We're How back. Are you? We are back. I just had to go potty, Jimmy. Yeah, we got Russell Peters coming on, who is, uh, I want to see what Russell's promoting, too. What is he promoting? His uh, Amazon Prime video. Oh, as of January 17th. Okay. Deported, it's called. Oh, wow. Sounds very controversial. Not really. Oh, look. We got Russell toweling off. Hey, buddy. He's toweling. Hey, guys. A shirtless Russell Peters. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I was about to put on a shirt and a hat and everything. Let's make this a freak show, man. I'm taking my shirt off. Go ahead. You, you do. I won't Everybody. take mine off, no. Everybody. You take yours off. Is this a topless show? I thought this was the topless show. Matt is always topless sometimes, when I walk in. Sometimes the bottomless show. Sometimes. Well, unless I'm here. 
Then there's a bottle. Or, or as, as, um, as when I was talking to Henzo about Matt, he said, I love that Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's what he calls me. <laughs> That's you know? true. Have you trained with Henzo? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I've trained with him once at a seminar. It wasn't like training, training, but, you know, uh, he's a hard He's a hard guy to lock down to train with. He'll be like, come on, my brother, anytime. And I call him like, I got somebody set up for you there. I go, no, I want to train with you. That's great. Yeah, he's, uh, next thing you know, he's in Abu Dhabi. He's nuts. Yeah. Uh, Russell, how did you get started with uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I want to know that. <clears throat> so I started um, like in 97 with oh. Carlos Newton. Um, hold on, let me put my hat on. Is that better? <laughs> I, uh, I, like, I like it totally. Oh, JJ Machado. I love John oh. Jacques Machado. So I started doing like Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, in the nineties, uh, a friend of a comic friend of mine was doing jujitsu and he was teaching me stuff. Um, but he was teaching it to me all standing up. Yeah. So it's all the exact same moves. A Kimura, it'll take yeah. you right, flip a guy right over. You can yeah. do a guillotine, standing guillotine and all that stuff. And, uh, and then I went and trained with Carlos Newton a couple of times back then. Pioneer, well, a pioneer, one of Canada's yeah. <clears throat> first Right, uh, right. One of the first guys on the scene, and he was—he yeah. was a wild. My first time, Russell, in the UFC. My first uh, ever fight in the UFC for Shoney Carter, UFC 31, is when Carlos New—wait, uh, Carlos Carlos Newton, right? Yeah, yeah. Carlos, sorry, I didn't say his name for a long time. Carlos Newton ended up winning the welterweight title versus uh, Pat uh. Militich via bulldog <coughs> choke. The first time I believe they ever did a bulldog choke in the UFC, you know what I mean? I love. And then that. there was the then there was the double knockout with him and uh, um, Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes, yeah, yes, that 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 was insane. Hey, what do you think about that? He got screwed on that. I mean, they that was insane. That was... Uh, let's explain what's going on. So what happened is Carlos Newton for is it um, like the end of Rocky too? Absolutely, but not yeah. no no. It's a little yeah. different. A little bit. But uh, if, if um, you want to say what happened, Russell, you're probably a better yeah, storyteller. So Carlos was choking out Matt Hughes, and and if you see the footage, you see every single muscle on Carlos's back with a triangle, engaged. a triangle I never choke. Seen a back, I never seen a back that muscular in my life. <laughs> yeah. And when he and he picked up uh, Matt, picked him up and slammed him while Matt was being choked but Matt when when Carlos hit the ground the impact knocked out Carlos but Matt had already been knocked out so when Car Matt hit the ground he was already knocked out so it was like a double it should have been wow. it was a double KO so he had him and when he was choking him it was in a, a triangle choke with his legs so Matt went to powerbomb him and they were up against the cage so when he went down the, the slam knocked out Carlos, like Russell said, but Matt was out. He was out. Where he goes, what happened? I believe it was John McCarthy. He goes, you won. And he goes, oh, I won. Fuck yeah, but they, it's true. Know, exactly. He's oh, And he goes, he jumps up like he did something. So it's hysterical. But uh, Carlos was such a stud, man. He has actually two fights with uh, Master Henzo. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yes, yes, Jiu -jitsu he did. Did he win one? Yeah, it was one and one. Yeah, 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 he won one and he lost one. Yeah. Who's the comedian, Russell? Is it somebody I know? Or is it just a guy from Toronto who's not doing it anymore? Yeah, he just kind of he he just kind of fell out. He just retired. He learned Japanese and he wanted to become a doctor. 
Oh, okay. So stand-up is one of those things he just stopped off and was doing for a little while. Hey, you're on Amazon yeah. Prime. I, I think the only other guy I know who's on Amazon Prime is Gaffigan. So it seems like yeah, they're taking... Yeah, I think, Gall- I think uh, Brian Callen's on there, too, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, is he? Okay. They're taking really big comedians, and Amazon Prime is is doing these stand-up specials. It was called Deported on January 17th. How did they convince you to do it? Because you pretty much have your choice of where you can go at your specials. Uh, well, they didn't really convince me. It was kind of like... Uh... You know, I, I started the uh, the whole uh, Netflix thing. Like, you know, I was the first guy to do the straight to Netflix deal. Oh, you were? And uh, yeah, I was the guy. Remember, I used to I came into your show to promote it back then. God, I'm so stupid. I should have jumped on that stock bandwagon back then. What an <laughs> asshole I was. <laughs> I love Netflix. But they, you know, it, and they've been doing a great job with it. But it, it's really crowded over there. Yep. And uh, and I, I, just, I don't know. I just, I thought it was time to move on to to go somewhere else and, and and give it a shot, and maybe get some more promotion. If there's fewer you guys there, uh, they're more likely to promote individual specials. Yeah, I mean they're they're not promoting guys bigger than me, and and so I'm like, well, what are they going to do for me? Nothing really. <laughs> well, on Netflix, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you on the road at all now? Yeah, I'm I'm in Toronto right now promoting it. Uh, I was in Orlando last week and I did seven shows. So when you travel. Is, do you get your jujitsu in or no? Do you have different places you stop off? Or not you know, I, I want to. Like I, when I was in Orlando, I tried to find people to go train with, and I hit up Jean Jack because that's who I train with now. And yeah. Jean Jack told me to go hit up a guy named Gordino, and yeah, uh, yeah. and then uh, Gordino was in Australia, and then everybody else. I didn't know anybody else. I, I of course Sunday night on the on the. Uh, Sunday night show, like mad jujitsu people come to the show and like, hey, I'm at American Top Team. I'm a Brazilian Top Team. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over. I'm a Jacare's gym. Why don't you come roll with us? I'm like, hey, now you tell me. On the last yeah. day, I'm gone. The next in the morning. You ever get a fear of running, jumping into class, and being like, ah, I want to be the guy to strangle Russell? <laughs> that's well. That's that's why I always call Jean Jack first because I'm like, where are the knuckleheads? I don't want to go where the knuckleheads are. Yeah. I just want to roll. Yeah. You know. Uh, Learn you know, some jujitsu, maybe uh, maybe get tapped out in a nice way. You know? Have you encountered <laughs> that before, though? Guys who gun for you? I haven't had that happen yet, but I could see it happening for sure. And how did you get linked up with uh, the great John Jock Machado? So I was uh, I had stopped doing jujitsu like in two thousand. What happened was I choked the guy out on the street, and he and he passed out and fell face first into the ground, Ooh. and all his teeth fell out. And I thought I killed him, and I just I I, would, I thought I was I thought I was this evil master, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, I have to, you have to just give a little more than that. Now, what? Please happened? tell it's, me he was heckling. This guy. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you struck a blow well, for why, all of us. Here's why I went. Here's why it was bad because I was standing on the street at like 3 a.m. in Toronto. This is 20 years ago. And uh, two guys jumped on my back. One guy jumped on my back and one guy jumped on the side of me, like grabbed me from the side. And uh, I just swung my body and the guy in the side ended up in front of me and I put him in a guillotine. Nice. And as soon as I locked the guillotine, I knew I had it and I'm screaming, I got you, motherfucker. I got you. (laughs) And I guess (laughs) he didn't tap. Yeah. No, no, he didn't know (laughs) what to But then the guy on my back jumped off and ran around the front and was like, Russell, that's, that's Clint. That's me and Clint. And I'm like, oh, shit. It was friends of yours? Yeah, they were just messing around, but my brain was like, attack. Oh, oh wow. And he wanted to fall on his face? Yeah, when I let go, I didn't realize how long I had the choke in for. So I was like, okay, that's enough. He was leaning on me. He was on his knees leaning on me. And I'm like, I stepped aside and he just fell face first into the ground. I was like, uh-oh. Well, that'll teach them with those fucking bad pranks. 
Well, that gets a bad prank, and then I just felt awful after, and it cost me two grand to buy the guy new teeth. Are you still friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. He hates when I bring it up, but I'm like, hey, don't don't sneak up on me anymore. <laughs> well, he has to know it was his fault. Yeah, I mean, it is, but I mean, I kind of OD'd on the choke, I think. But doesn't it feel good, Russell? Now, you don't have to be some uh, jujitsu uh, champion or mixed martial arts expert, but doesn't it feel good that you feel that you can handle yourself, that you know what it's like to get out from underneath somebody or to, that yeah. you can strangle somebody. Doesn't, it, doesn't yeah. it feel good? It's an amazing feeling. Like, I mean, I boxed amateur for nine years, so that was always my, you know, forward thinking. And then and then when I, uh, that's not something you can just do at 50 years old anymore. You can't just go punching people in the face. Yeah, it's you know true. I mean? right. And, and jujitsu is so quiet and, and peaceful. You're just like, hey, here we go. Good night. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, are you ever in Long Island, New York? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, I was. You know, what's funny is I was at the, uh, I was at the Westbury last year, and I was oh. thinking I want to hit up Matt. I want to hit up Matt Sarah and go train with him. Jimmy, give him my number, please. Sure, man. All right, yeah, you, you'll be comoring me, Russell. I'm not that nah, guy. You know, you'll have a great I, time. Well, nah, fun. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a listen, Matt. I'm a blue belt with three stripes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm nothing yet. Well, I'm saying I'll give you my own, but we'll have fun, <laughs> Russell. We'll have fun, buddy. What's it's after yeah. blue? Is, is that is purple after blue or before? Purple, 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 and, and then brown and then black. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's all about the journey, man. It's such a good time. I'll tell you, Russell, what I say about my schools and jujitsu in general. Like people don't got to train with me, but I love that they train. That's why I always try to get Jimmy to train, because jujitsu specifically, I, a lot of martial arts, but jujitsu, it really does empower you. A guy that, really and, and it could be somebody that's unathletic, and it could let them be able to defend themselves and their family, and that's what I feel very strong about. So I don't, if I make another champion, great, but that I love doing that day in and day out. Well, my breathing is so bad because my sinuses, and I'm going February third to meet with a specialist. I'm going to get my surgery again soon, so hopefully I can get my breathing situated. Framework. We'll talk. Listen, I got bad breathing too, Jimmy. You Think do. Like I got. I got a I got a broken nose for the past thirty years from boxing, yeah. and I didn't know it. And uh, I, I have a tough time breathing. I always get yelled at for breathing. Breathe, and I'm yeah. like, I'm yeah. breathing. I, just, yeah. I breathe quieter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy's also got something else called excuses. I do have some oh, yeah. excuses, but I also <laughs> I, have sleep apnea. Jimmy, I also suffer from those. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to empower my my friend. No, and I want to take it, uh, but I'd run out of breath sometimes, and I'm like. Like, Jesus Christ, how would I do on a jujitsu mat if I can't breathe just sitting here? Well, you know, you don't know until you try. I do want to try. I know Caitlin Chukagan has been shaming me, and she's correct. I seen her last night at Sarah BJJ attacking people. You did? Yes, I did. She's looking great, man. She's ready for Valentina. She's taking this fight seriously. So, hey. Who's that? uh, Uh, That's uh, Caitlin Chukagan. Yes. Sorry. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, listen, what got you into MMA? You've been watching for how long? Since the beginning? Or? I've been watching since <clears throat> UFC 2. Oh, shit. Because 1 was never available. So I've been watching <laughs> since 2. And you're hooked so right I've away. Seen, I've seen your entire career unfold ah. in front of me. Even in, even in Pride, I was watching you. Oh, that's so that's so crazy. Yeah. Never fought in Pride. But listen, I, <laughs> I, I hey, went over there. Hey, I was Russell, still, hey, I was still watching it, but you, I was watching Pride at the same time. I love it. <laughs> Russell, I went over there and I was supposed to fight. The guy got lit up in flames. That's a whole other story. The guy walked on the pyrotechnics. I told you that. Oh my so, god. I knew I knew Gary Goodridge back in the day. Oh, uh, how's uh, is he doing okay, that guy? No, eh, listen to me. 
Thank God for jujitsu. You got to learn to, you know, you don't want to keep, you know, I waited to the end of my career, Russell, to start throwing the sledgehammers. Before that, yeah. you know, I do the old jujitsu bum rush. But, I'm yeah, but so, you had some nice hands on you too. I'm blessed with heavy hands. I'm not yeah, blessed with height, but I'm blessed with heavy hands. You're okay? Italian. You guys have heavy hands. It's damn right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I can't wait. Now I feel like I can't wait to, to, to train with Russell. Yeah. But that's I, gonna, I would, yo, that's literally one of my goals, to train listen. with you, to train with uh, John Danaher. Oh, John's uh, great. I can make that uh, happen. Enzo. Yeah. Uh, Hickson, I would love to roll with. I would love to learn from Hickson myself. He's oh my one of the God. few people I, I, that I hold. I don't give a shit who I talk to, but I, Hickson, ah. Uh, Really? One time you ever saw me on here a little like, ah, hi, Higson. I looked up to yeah. him coming up. Was I, I, went, I, I, I was in. A, I went to a seminar he did, and, and we're, you know, he's teaching the seminar. He comes around, just lifts your arm, make sure you're doing your thing right. Yeah. And and then uh, at the end, I take a picture, and I put my arm around him, and I, I just pretend to lift my hip. <laughs> he, he almost killed me. Oh, shit, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly with that shit. <laughs> yeah, I was just—I had a smile when I was going to "Hey," and then he was like, uh, "And I was like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry." sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is sick. he is Hickson? When we had him on, I think we had Henzo in studio, and he was on the yes, phone. That's right. Yes, yeah, he's the greatest that ever was. Where is he? He's in Cali. Oh, now, he's California, I believe. Yeah, he's in California. Hey, do you have any gigs in New York? Are you going to be in New York at all? Uh, not anytime soon. I think. Um, Something can, an offer came in. I, I'm not sure if it's happening in July. Maybe. Well, okay. I think maybe July. Hey, have you? Uh, here's a. Uh, I, do you know uh, what's his name? Uh, BLS. I think his name is uh, from the. Uh, do you know him uh, from the Saudi royal family? Oh, you mean MBS? MBS. That's it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I know him. That's for sure. I, I don't know him, but I know who he is. Oh, I was wondering <laughs> if you met him. If he was, if he was a, a good egg or no. Uh, I met him. He was a nice guy. He was nice to me. But I mean, you know, that's I mean, everybody's going to be nice to you when they meet you. Yeah. My goal in life is to tour with Russell and open for him. Yeah. I'm too dirty, though. I probably can't. There's too many locations. I, I, I would love that. But my audience would be like, um, what's going on right now? Yeah. They, yeah, they probably wouldn't <laughs> care for it. But he just he flies you first. He, the best gigs ever. You'd have to change Russell. your whole routine, Jimmy. I know I can't. I'm too, I'm too old to, to change. It no, you point. can't. That's the thing. And, and to me, it's disrespectful because Jimmy's like a solid uh, A-list headliner. He's oh. a, and he's a degenerate. That's his new special. Well, that's, special. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Russell, <laughs> jiu-jitsu question. Top yes, player, god player, your preference. I um I don't mind this. Here's the funny thing about jiu-jitsu. Matt, Jimmy, when you talk about it, it sounds so gay. <laughs> I, you know what I like about Russell? For a guy that's a clean comic, he could be certainly politically incorrect sure. and get away with that of shit. Of course. I love it. You can get away with that. I can't. Well, you know, I don't fuck here, here, with that. Here, here, here's my <laughs> game. Here's my game, Matt. Solid bottom player. <laughs> yeah, you go right. To, you go right to guard. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, the- I'm. 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 So I'm pretty good in the guard. John Jack made sure that he made my my guard game solid. He said because I'm I'm good with pressure on top. Yes. He said I need to I need to be better on the bottom. So he's been making me do bottom for the past year. Good. And now. Good. When people are on top of me, I I can I I'm it's hard it's hard for you to pass me. I, you, you're not gonna pass me. I fucking like that. How often do you train? And when I'm home every day. Oh, you do. Look at that. Will you go in the afternoon for private lessons or do you go to classes? I do both. Uh, I'll do um if if he's available for private, I'll do it. Otherwise, I'll go sit in the class. I don't care anymore. You don't mind. I mean, he's learning from one of the best ever, John Jacquemus. And I guess that's in what Malibu, Los Angeles. No, he's in, yeah, he's in Tarzana. 
I'll tell you, you're like spoiled now. Yeah, you go anywhere else. You, I mean, you're learning from John. You're learning from like one of the Machado brothers. You yeah, know the I, I language. Started, I, I started with Hegan, and then it, Hegan's trainings are too short and too infrequent. So then I, I called Hegan. I go, listen, I need to do this more. Yeah. Is it okay if I go to your brother? And he was like, yeah, call him. That's awesome, man. And that's yeah, how it happened. good, man. Well, I'm so happy you're training. And yes. I'll tell you right now, two things are going to be definite in the future. One, we'll be training together. And two, I don't think I, you'll ever be touring together. Jimmy. <laughs> probably not. Well, I'm I wouldn't say never. That. Well, I mean, listen, who knows? Maybe Jimmy will find God and start cleaning up his act. No, oh God, but, no. Don't, but, Jimmy, don't find him. He's not anywhere. No, I know. I, I found him and he <laughs> shut the door in my face. <laughs> I love it, man. All right, listen, man. Your your special is called Russell Peters Deported. It's on Amazon Prime Video uh, as of January the 17th. So congratulations. And I imagine you'll be in the clubs working out a new hour and then back on the road in theaters again. All right. I'm I'm already on the road with it. Uh, I'm working. I'm already working. Hey, you and if, it, if my act is like jujitsu, it'll get you to sleep in about twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. All right, Russell Peters. Good keep talking to you, buddy. Keep rolling, man. I love it. I love it. Um, and, hey, thanks for having me, guys. And Jimmy and Matt. Matt, it's a real honor to talk to you. And oh. Jimmy, it's always an honor to talk to you. All right, buddy. I'll speak to you soon, man. Yes. Good talking to you. Thank you, Russell. You Take care, pal. What a nice guy. I feel like I know him. Yeah. I feel like he I know. Him he I see him with Bruce Buffer a lot. Like he legitimately yeah. loves. He does uh, DJing too, doesn't he? he? You know what? I didn't even think of Fuck. it. He's friends with all the old school rappers, like Melly Mel and all. You yeah, know, Grandmaster Flash, all those guys. He knows. You know, I was gonna say, yo, when you're on Long Island, you could chicka 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 check me out. Good show, Jimmy. You want to do all plugs? No, I don't. Jimmy, I'm so sorry for the last 10 seconds. I wish I had a, a Men in Black forgetful stick where I could just make you forget that I just did that, Jimmy. I apologize to you, and I apologize to all of UFC Unfiltered. Anybody uh, with ears. You should apologize to anybody with ears. Sorry about that. Listen, I'm going to be in the Wilbur Theater uh, April the 4th. They've added a show April 3rd, Foxwoods in Connecticut. Come see me. Jimmy! Do you know what I'm doing this Friday? Jimmy? I asked you a fucking question. I did not, buddy. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Oh, I got pictures of my wife. This is what I do. And then I send the pictures and I go, you're so cute. She goes, stop it. Ugly. I go, not ugly. There's nothing to do with anything. But listen to me. January 24th, live. I'm going to be at New York Comedy Club. Um, I know what you're thinking. What? I'm going to be doing my new material. I don't got material. It's for SCN Live. Send live with my buddy Christian Harloff. Uh, Kate Mulligan, who's a comic. RB3. I don't know if he's a comic, but he's a funny guy. Listen, Andrew Gaia. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jay. And UFC. What does that say right there? Le it says legend. I can't read you're, being it. A, you're being a sucker. I'm not going to say it. Listen to me. It's in the East Village. Listen, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, of course. I you know are. why. I'm going to be talking about stuff like Star Wars. Jimmy, don't judge me. I'm not. Because you might say, oh, dude, what a fucking pussy. But meanwhile, I'm the opposite of a pussy. No, I'm no. a dangerous man. I'll say. I rip Kamoras. Yes, you do. Later, Jimmy. And you sing. Bye, Jimmy. Yeah, bye.